Not excited to see it. I'm pumped. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. Welcome back to WTM. Watch this movie. I am your host, Eric Mulder. So he says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. Joined today by the biggest loser in the world, Alex Uh, Jones. Yeah. Lost the bet. Debatable. (laughs) 17 to 16 for Oscar picks. There's no pictures to prove that I actually lost. Actually, it's on Twitter. Except so. for that picture we put on Twitter. Have <laughs> <laughs> anything to say for yourself? Uh, it was rigged. I'm stupid. You're smart. <laughs> I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, you're very good looking. I'm not attractive. <laughs> That's your clip the next, well, four episodes after this. Great. Yep. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so you can just, uh, well, that kind of puts you on a timer because then after the five episodes, you got to give me your new clip. That's true. Because you said you were going to be done with beef jerky time anyways. Yeah, I'm not feeling it anymore. I need, to, <laughs> I need to land on something. Although I keep hearing things. It's funny you picked Happy Gilmore because I was thinking about it the other day and I thought about the intercom part <laughs> yeah. doing that. I want to kiss you up. <laughs> like when I did it to the pizza guy at Andrew's yep. <laughs> apartment. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Multiple times. Multiple <laughs> And every pizza guy had a different reaction. <laughs> One thought it was funny, I remember. Others, I think, were confused. <laughs> singing to me through the intercom and just open the door he's like oh my god i hate my life <laughs> he's that he's a liquor store clerk and super bad who's just like uh oh, fuck my life <laughs> and he spills the beer <laughs> so a couple corrections from last week and even prior michael shannon did Stop. not win best supporting actor for revolutionary road he was just nominated oh. i should have known that because well, I guess if I would have remembered that Revolutionary Road is a 2008 film, mm-hmm. we all know what 2008 film won for Best Supporting Actor, Mr. Heath. Oh, Ledger. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. He lost out to Heath, and then he was nominated again for Nocturnal Animals uh, last year. And he should have lost out to Heath. Yeah, well, yeah. Because <laughs> Heath died. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon's only in two scenes. Can't right. be with the yeah. Joker, I suppose. Another debatable nominee for Best Supporting. 
Not enough savings. <laughs> yeah. Um, couple name corrections. You know, we like to try and figure out people's names that we mispronounce <laughs> constantly. <laughs> we, we never seem to learn, though. <laughs> well, Dennis Villeneuve. I've heard, Villeneuve? heard somebody on another podcast say Villeneuve. Villeneuve? Yeah. Who? What other podcast? I don't know. Wow. I listen to a lot. I forget which one, but their word against ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only other, uh, I guess, pronunciation I've heard. And it kind of makes sense. I know he's uh, he's French Canadian. I think uh, that last name certainly seems like it. Mm-hmm. French. And then David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. Yeah. How do we say it? Oyelowo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lowo. Well, it's close. I think it was on, have you watched any of that new Joel McHale show on Netflix? Uh-uh. It's the same as a soup, but just on Netflix uh-huh. now. It's called The Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale. God. <laughs> it's pretty good. I love the soup as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's back. And he has guests and whatnot on there, especially a lot of people from Netflix. And David Oliolobo was on there. He uh, he introduced himself and he said, I'm David Oyelowo. So Oyelowo. Oh, yellow. Oh, yellow. Oh, yellow. Oh, yellow. See, I think I was pronouncing O, yay, like Y E, and then Lobo, but it's Y E L. Oh, yellow. Oh, yellow. Oh, yellow. Oh, yellow. So it's Oi, yellow, right? That's what you're saying. Oh, yellow. Oh, yellow. Whoa. Whoa. Speaking well, of which, he filed for bankruptcy yesterday. Oh, yellow? Joey, Lo- Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Joey, Joey Lawrence. Lawrence did? Yeah. Damn, I thought he lasted longer than I thought. I figured he would already filed for it. He hasn't done shit. I didn't even he? know he had that Melissa and Joey show on, yeah. I don't know if it was Disney or ABC Family or I, something. I remember promos or something a long time but ago. But there was like five seasons, I think, of that. Him huh. and Melissa Joan Hart. So I'm sure he got money from that, and now he's... Says he has sixty dollars in cash and like eight grand in the bank or something. Well, he's still got eight grand. <laughs> How's he look? Is he still looking? He's looking svelte. Yeah. Well, got that. <laughs> that costs, costs a lot of money. Say that's felt. <laughs> Guy's got to be forty something, right? I suppose. What's uh, Miaim Bell? Oh, how do you say, pronounce her name again? Who? Um, the the girl Blossom. Big Bang Theory. Oh, I don't know. It's like Miam Bialik or something. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't watch it enough. I heard it the other day. I was like, oh, that's how you say it. And now I forgot how to say it. That's why you just <laughs> call her Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name on the Big Bang Theory? Not Penny. Penny's the other one. I mean, you got an expert living in your house. I know. Flash Gordon over there. No. Well, not that one. I'm kicking a lot, homie. Kicking a I don't remember. I don't remember hmm. her name. I should know that. I've watched enough of them. Yeah. With Sam. Oh, well, not important. Big Bang Theory sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, let's get into some Oscar talk. It was the big night. Yep. How did you feel it went? It got the lowest ratings ever, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it's been on decline for several years. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, in regards to the ratings, I initially was like, eh, maybe people just aren't into it anymore 
for several reasons. Maybe they don't. Uh, I know I saw some things where they're like they're tired of people giving their political points of view on things and social justice warrior speeches and they've been doing they've always done that mm-hmm. i mean that's yeah. been around forever so that can't be it at least 40 50 years like i don't know like even the 20s and yeah, 30s I, they were yeah. doing it but right back then probably not at least but, like 60s at least i'd say right um so it's like that can't be it and then they're like the movies i forget what they said but i think they compared it to like not Black Panther. They compared it to something saying all the best picture nominees combined barely top like one of the top grossing movies in America. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Basically trying to say that the movies that are nominated, people most of America isn't watching these. Yeah. Uh so it's such a niche audience that you're kind of having an award show for. Um I, I do think that <clears throat> does um play into it a little bit. But you have a movie like Get Out, but that was in there that they kind of put in. I don't know, but then also people are not watching cable as much anymore. Yeah. I, th- I think that's the biggest thing, and I think that's the reason it's been in decline for years as is. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I have tons of friends and coworkers who, when I say, oh, did you see that show on AMC, your history? They're like, eh, no. Like, if it's on Hulu or Netflix or something, they'll watch it, but, like, they don't have cable. So mm-hmm. they don't watch award shows or things like that. So I think that's probably the bigger reason, I guess, that audience. I don't know what you think. Well, they said uh, Shape of Water was the had the highest box office for a Best Picture winner in the last five years. So if, like that was the biggest hit out of the Best Picture winners yeah. of the last five years. You know? and it, I mean, it made a decent amount of money, but, but even that one, big. Yeah. Even Shape of Water is a little more of a unique movie, too. Mm-hmm. Bit, but I don't know. There isn't too many big. Well, I mean, there are there are more popular movies that have won Best Picture, I guess. But yeah. I don't know. I I think I think a lot of people aren't watching ABC and NBC. I don't think they're watching cable TV as much anymore. So they're not watching award shows as much anymore. I think the Grammys had crap ratings too. I thought they said yeah this past year. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think it's for the same reason. I just think people aren't watching it as much. Yeah, I don't know what to think. I'm sure it's a combination of a lot of things. Because, I mean, the speeches and stuff, it's always been there, but it seems as if it's grown exponentially, especially over the past about five, ten years. Because I think some of the plays into that is Twitter and that stars and mm. celebrities, they speak about their causes, you know, throughout the year you know on twitter and things like that and in interviews and things and then so i think maybe people are just kind of sick of it by the time they hear it like on the oscars i didn't think it was too bad i I mean francis mcdormand her thing where she's pushing for equal pay or diverse it's not even equal pay it was more diversity Mm -hmm. i i mean it was similar to um meryl streep Last mm-hmm. year, going into her big speech about Trump, and I think she made some riff well, on that was UFC from the Golden Globes, too. I think. Okay, yeah, but it was like that type of shit. I guess I, you have a platform, I guess, go ahead and use it. But I, I do think some people will turn it off. They don't want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, uh, my mom has said in the previous years to get a different, I would say, generation's perspective. 
she she loves watching award shows. Like she she loves movies. She loves music. She loves watching the award. She says that she's grown tired of flipping them on and hearing uh, people's points of view on social issues. She's yeah. like, I don't want to hear that. I guess when I watch it, she's like, I don't really care. I guess that they do it, but I don't, it, she d- enjoys it less if it's too heavy. She didn't think the Oscars were too bad though. Yeah, I didn't and think I didn't it either. was too heavy. I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. when uh, the opening monologue, like heavy on ripping Trump and stuff like. I was like, I hope the whole fucking show isn't this. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know why every I, I'm I'm tired of the political satire. I was tired of it a year ago though. So yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it isn't I, to say that shows where I lean. It's just I. I don't need to hear it every time, and I also think the jokes get played out. I don't think they're that funny anymore. Yeah, I thought the opening monologue was pretty weak. Yeah, it was um, okay. They started off with that intro of the the video intro where it was like the old-timey video, like, come look at the stars as they arrive in Hollywood Theater. You know, it was like the old-timey yep, yep. Um, throwback. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool idea, but they didn't really do much with it. No, it was... You know what it felt like was a late night sketch. Yeah. Like he does <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. So it's like it almost felt like they just used that. Because <laughs> I agree. It was like, oh, it's kind of interesting. And then it was like, oh, that's all they did with it? Like, <laughs> it's like makes me miss the Billy Crystal days where he inserts himself into movie scenes. He did that back, you know, Titanic. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first Oscars I remember as a kid. And Billy Crystal's hosting and. He, they're doing all these scenes from the best picture nominated movies, and then they'll recreate them where he's like in the scene, mm-hmm. like on Titanic. They're holding onto the ship, and he's like hanging on, and he's just talking shit to Kate Winslet. Like, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I think the opening monologue was kind of weak. Yeah, and like the Trump jokes, like I knew they're gonna be in there, but they weren't funny. I was like, That's come what I mean. on, like they're they're kind of, which I think is it's like the easiest guy to make fun of in the fucking world. And you fail at it. It's because there's been too much. <laughs> Even comedy writers can't come up with fresh shit. <laughs> like just move on. <laughs> so I let's think, let's like pick the, a different category to start ripping on. I don't know. I can't remember if it was like the third or fourth Trump joke that I thought, Oh, that one's actually pretty decent, but I can't even remember that one. Uh-uh. I, I thought the opening monologue or opening bit um improved at the end i actually did kind of like i like the jet ski bit i thought the jet ski was, funny. was a, f- a good yep. idea yeah, so i, I thought, thought that kind of saved the opening a little bit but yep i agree i like the jet ski thing you shouldn't need a gimmick to uh, to save the opening monologue though it's like oh nah it should have been better <laughs> and then what did you think of the uh, breaking in on the wrinkle in time screening next door um initially when they started getting stars i mm-hmm. told sam i go nobody's gonna nobody's gonna fucking recognize these guys like <laughs> some of these guys nobody's gonna recognize until like wonder woman stood up and she's like i'll go like i forget who they had uh ansel egort from baby ansel, driver like yeah they'll recognize him i guess but guillermo not, del toro but I mean, he's in, pretty initially it was guillermo del toro mm-hmm. and then there was like two other people army hammer and somebody yeah and i was like people might recognize i was like yeah you might recognize but they're not like gonna like oh my god this is nuts type (laughs) like it was more like like guillermo del toro if he walked in with just him i bet you most people wouldn't like it wouldn't catch him off guard Mm -hmm. they wouldn't think about it i guess these are people that it sounded like they just grabbed off the street to see like a (laughs) free screening yeah 
I, so once they got more people, I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. it, I thought it was kind of funny seeing him uh, like Ansel Elgort with a hot dog gun. That was and funny. Gabriel Toro with like a six foot sub. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I liked how they let the one dude read like the transition bit, something like that. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel was funny in there. It's like, it smells like weed in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that was too bad. Yeah. Yeah, that opening monologue, he, Kimmel wasn't as sharp either. He stumbled at one point for one line, and then when he tried to get really serious, in my head I'm just thinking, like, does everyone realize that this guy became famous for sitting around with his buddy drinking beer and watching women jump on trampolines? The man show. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, it was called the fucking man show. <laughs> You're fucking shitting me right now. Everybody forgives. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get lectures on how females are treated, you know, in the workplace yeah. and the culture by the fucking man show creator. How did that do? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Combine that with Kobe and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, that's right. <laughs> There were still a few people on Twitter that were like, oh, that Gary Oldman, I think he hit his ex-wife with a phone. (laughs) That was the rumor some of them were still talking about. And it's like, you guys do realize that was alleged in divorce proceedings and found to be not true. (laughs) But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Best speech? I don't know. I thought Jordan Peele's was good. Yeah. It came across as, well, he, he just... He spoke pretty well. He, like, fit in a little joke, and then he just sounded good. Uh, I like Sam Rockwell's story about getting taken out of school. <laughs> Go to the <laughs> Something's wrong with Grandma. What's wrong with Grandma? We had nothing. We're going to the movies. <laughs> that was a pretty good speech. I, I didn't I catch think... it at first when he was like, it's for a buddy, Phil Hoffman. People are still clapped. Comes back. For Phil Hoffman. Who is, who's Phil Hoffman? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, okay. Because they were buddies. I thought he said Phil Hartman the first time. And I was like, God, he's really going back. Like, Phil Hartman, you're still recognizing Phil Hartman. And then he, I heard Phil Hoffman. I was like, I don't know who that is. It was so funny. Yeah, me, I was like, who's Phil Hoffman? Right. Because he was like, he started to leave, and then he came back to the mic quick. And he did it it's for again. a buddy, Phil Hoffman. Yeah. And then he just paused and, for Phil Hoffman. And then he quick ran off. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is that? And they're like, oh. I saw online Philip Seymour Hoffman. Eh, I didn't know they cool. were that big of friends, but yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah, those are I'd say those two are my favorite speeches. Did you have different ones? Um, no, um, I think the Jordan Peele one was high up there for me. Yeah, Elson Janney was pretty good. Kobe, I thought Kobe's was really good. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> spoke in a different language, dude. So cultured. <laughs> Stand up, Kobe. <laughs> They're just jerking off to him on Sports Center now. <laughs> Oscar winner. I, the day after, I was watching Sports Center in the morning, and they had I don't know how many different little points during the one hour that they just roll of talking about Kobe. Like, yeah, no, add this to his resume, Oscar winner, and LeBron's like, yeah, the guy's amazing. I'm like, can we get over it? <laughs> like, <laughs> He didn't even draw any of it. It won because of the art. Guaranteed. The story might have been interesting uh, about basketball, but it, it's the artist, the white dude who got up there with him, who also jerked off to him. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, I mean. 
Could have been a. It wasn't all Kobe. We all clapped for Kobe, but remember that the other dude probably did more of it. Like maybe Kobe, he wrote the story or something. Mm-hmm. The other guy put the thing together because it looked like it's all drawings. The whole thing. I don't know anything. It's like about uh, it, but... it's like Daniel Tosh said. Well, I mean, come on. Number eight was the rapist. <laughs> not twenty four. Not twenty four. They retired both though. <laughs> They retired the rapist and the stand-up gentleman. And he was found not guilty, all right? No, the charges charges were dropped. dropped After she refused to testify, I think, because... My mom said that when she goes, yeah, that was a bit uh, when he won. I go, Mulder. I go, I text Mulder when he won. I said, he's such a stand-up guy. And Mulder said, that just ruined the entire Oscars. (laughs) My mom goes, yeah. I go, because here's the thing, Mom. At best... He cheated on his wife. Yeah. <laughs> At worst, he raped somebody. <laughs> There's no good. It's not like you can he's, he'd be admitted to cheating on his wife <laughs> at a press conference. <laughs> it's like, so. He gave his wife a $3 million ring yeah. for it. <laughs> it's like, so. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to change my number quick. Yeah. It's like. Make more money off of New Jersey sales. <laughs> you're either a scumbag or you're a criminal. So. Scumbags win Oscars. Yeah, there weren't too many surprises. Although, I mean, Shape of Water, like we said, we thought three billboards would have won. It was kind of the favorite. It was almost neck and neck with Shape of Water. I still think it was a bit of a surprise that Shape of Water got it over three billboards. But I thought so, too. I, I didn't think Shape of Water went best picture, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I it was good. It was a very well-made movie, so Is he uh, like- it didn't bother me <clears throat> that it won, but yeah, I was surprised. It was like in the lead-up, a couple days before, you and I were talking, because I was thinking that Get Out was starting to have a really good chance of winning because I forgot about the preferential voting mm-hmm. for the Best Picture category, where everyone lists them in order of what they like, you know, one to nine this oh. year, depending on how many movies there are. And I figured no one's... No one's really divided on Get Out. Like everyone at least liked it, if not loved it. So it's probably going to be a lot of. I mean, there's going to be people that voted for it first, but mostly I think it'll be like two to five range. Mm-hmm. So I thought that might pick it up, but I'm guessing Shape of Water kind of the same thing. Whereas Three Billboards is kind of divided, and then Shape of Water probably had a lot of first place votes, and then a lot of people voted it like you know two through five as well. Yeah. So. It was a period piece. Yeah. I did like that it's kind of, I mean, it wasn't our favorites of the year or anything, but. It wasn't in either of our top tens. Yeah. Um, which I thought was kind of funny. But I thought it, it was kind of cool that it seems like it might have opened up the doors for a kind of bizarre, like more unique genre fair mm-hmm. to be. Because that's why I was, like, if Get Out would have won, I would have been happy because, although there's a problem with that, because no. If Get Out would have won Best Picture, no one would have been talking about, I can't believe a horror movie won Best Picture. They no. would have been talking about Jordan Peele and yep. the message the movie has and mm-hmm. you know um, race the, relations in America. A horror element would have been lost. Nobody would have. Wouldn't have been mentioned. Nobody would have said, oh, this is like the first time a horror movie's ever fucking won, except yeah. for Silence of the Lambs, and that, yeah. one's, that one's the only one, and it's not really a horror movie. It's more a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean- there's people that debate Get Out, you know, if it's like a true horror movie as well, but it's eh, definitely it's more movie. of a horror movie than 
Silence of the Lambs or anything like that. So, yeah, I would have liked if Get Out would have won for that. Although, yeah, I don't think it would have had the desired effect Mm -hmm. that I would have wanted. But, yeah, yeah, I think Shape of Water filled a similar role where it it wasn't just a straight-up period piece drama. It was a bizarre period piece drama. (laughs) And I I do like... Monster movie. I like that it won because it was... It's one of the only movies on here that didn't have a obvious political or social kind of focus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was more just the generic. Well, it was just kind of like, you know, it was just more of like a unique story. Fight against the system and authority. Yeah, like yeah. that. It wasn't like race or the post. I mean, all of these, call me by your name. You had kind of what we talked about before. I mean, it's more the homosexuality angle. Darkest Hours, period, piece, so is Dunkirk. But Get Out, we just talked about um, the Post and Three Billboards. Like, they all have kind of that, I don't know. They have a heavy focus. I don't know. It was nice to see a movie that isn't, like, I don't know how to explain it. Highlighting. All the shit going on today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it's all right to acknowledge things that don't have an obvious (laughs) relation to everything. Like, you don't have to pick a side or feel like you're going to solve the problem. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Shape of Water, at least, is just like, it was just a cool story. It was a good story. Kind of a, like you said, generic theme, but done differently. So, I thought that was kind of refreshing. It's cool that we got to see our boy uh, Dave Chappelle present. Yeah. That was pretty that was cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> there was a picture I saw that was taken probably just right after the Oscars. Yeah. And it was, in the picture was, it was Anthony Anderson, Jay-Z, Kobe, Jordan Peele, and Dave Chappelle. They're all talking to each other. I was like, that's a fucking cool picture. Yeah, like, that's it, funny. Maybe airbrush Kobe out, but... <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, Jay-Z is kind of a D-bag too, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's I still, still like Jay-Z. <laughs> still Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Jordan Peele looks so happy walking off stage. I, oh, was yeah. really, I was really happy for him. I was glad they got something. Get Out got something. He tweeted right after he walked off stage pretty much. said, I just won an Oscar, WTF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like, God, how many... Let's see here. Because I retweeted it. It had 166,000 retweets and 914,000 likes. (laughs) Jesus. It's funny when uh, Guillermo del Toro went up when they won Best Picture. Did you see him take the card and then open it up and read it? And then they go, oh, (laughs) like, hey, it actually is Shape of Water. Just check it. Uh, yeah, I did like that uh, Warren Beatty and um, Faye Dunaway, Dunaway came out and did that. And they also didn't dwell on it long, too long. Like they addressed it and then they just got to like the pick. So I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music was kind of disappointing a little bit. Like the musical performances for all the original songs. Didn't you like your Coco song? No, I, I, I like it better <laughs> in the animated movie. Like, <laughs> I got that pick right. Uh, I was kind of, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed by all of them. And I like Common, too, but, like, 
the Marshall one, I was like, meh, it just didn't do anything for me. This is me, Mighty River, and I like Mary J. Blige too, but it was, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed by the live performances yeah. of the songs a little bit. They just didn't, didn't strike a note as much as they have before. And Common and John Legend did last year. Last year, mm-hmm. year before for Selma. Yeah. Last year. But uh, they won for that, didn't they? Yeah. And they were really good. They were really good then. Common just it wasn't, I don't know, wasn't that good this year. I didn't think. Yeah. Just okay. But yeah, I mean, outside of Best Picture, I don't think there's any big shockers. Nope. It's boring as shit. <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs> it was <laughs> an average Oscars. It certainly went over its time. <laughs> mm, it, was, it was still about average. Yeah. It was maybe about yeah. five minutes longer than last year's. Yep. I did like it. I like the bit on we're not we're not gonna play you off if you're going too long <laughs> this is gonna happen <laughs> the guy runs out get out <laughs> forget his name he's in atlanta uh that guy's pretty funny yeah yeah and i don't personally i don't even mind if the oscars go really long because uh-huh. i just like watching them yeah so i don't give a shit if they're four hours no i didn't mind it i like i prefer it be longer actually yeah <laughs> but i mean they also have to keep your attention a little bit. Because this is the 90th Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like all the little... The montages? The montage. I love montages at the Oscars. Where that, they yeah. show the old scenes and stuff. like. I even like the immemorium segment. And then I know they don't do it for every person, but like if somebody who passed away, they show a clip of them. And I love that shit. I mm-hmm. think that stuff's cool. So I thought they did a good job at that, doing those montages of... All the different actresses and stuff like that, and yeah. actors right before they yeah they did one for each acting category, yep. which is really cool. Yep. And then they did a generic one for like just movies for ninety years. Yep, that one was incredible. That I was thought. cool. That was like five minutes. And, yep. Oh, I like amazing. that. Give me, give me chills. That's the type of stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, I can watch this for five six hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just highlight reel of good shit. <laughs> give me them highlights. Uh, any other? Oh, yeah, also the In Memoriam, they fucking shafted Toby Hooper and Adam West. Neither yeah. was mentioned. Yeah. That was a little strange. I mean, they always miss a couple of big people every year, and it's like, how the fuck do you miss them? But All right. I don't know. Yeah, any other thoughts on the big Oscars? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because this, uh, this episode, obviously our Oscar recap is kind recap. of our news episode. And now that we're breaking off our news, um, film news stuff into its own episode, even though we'll be doing fewer of them, that episode will be dedicated to just news stuff. Um, And then kind of the movie, recently seen movies will be in its own thing with the new movie fights segment. Mm -hmm. And then we'll still be doing the breakdowns and the leftovers for specific movies and the top five lists. Yeah, coming up, we'll be doing a breakdown of A Clockwork Orange. Although I think we were originally maybe trying to do it. Let's see. Today is Saturday the 10th Yeah, March. Yeah, it's the 10th today. Because we were thinking about maybe doing it this next week. But I'm thinking we should push it off even a week further because Alex here, he got himself a new doggy. Yeah. New pup. I have tens of dogs. <laughs> so tell the folks at home what you uh, what you got. Got uh, Got Ripley. We have mm-hmm. a chocolate lab who's three. Got her uh, sister, yellow lab, named Zuzu. Yeah, where'd you come up with Zuzu? You don't know? Mm-hmm. Zuzu Petals? 
Zuzu's Petals. It's a Wonderful Life. George Bailey's daughter's name is Zuzu. Okay. So that's where we got Zuzu from. We're trying to think of different names. I know we like naming our dogs after movie characters. Yeah, you went from you went from Alien to It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> we, well, we couldn't. Th- Sam really wanted to try to make Furiosa work. He yeah. just couldn't really think of a way to do it, and it's too many syllables. What about Mia Wallace or something? <laughs> that, so Mia came up, but Sam has a friend named Mia, so that wouldn't work. <laughs> uh, Bride was mentioned. Um, and then it was like Beatrix, <laughs> Beatrix too long. Uh, what was the other one? We went to Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Mia Wallace, but we even we kicked around jewels, but then it was mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, people probably think it's after something else. And when we tell them it's after Jules Winfield, they'll be like, well, that's a guy and it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, God lady from lady and the tramp. Sam mentioned that one. Uh, lady. I thought it'd be fun just to yell lady a yeah. lot. <laughs> I actually almost wanted that over Zuzu. And then I was like, oh, Zuzu, it's fine. That works. So we landed on Zuzu. Zuzu's yeah. eight weeks. So, yeah. So I'm thinking uh, we'll do just a recently seen episode this upcoming week here. You can participate or not. I know mm-hmm. you're pretty busy with the new doggy, but... We want to make sure we get this Clockwork Orange episode up to snuff. Yeah. Yeah, I can't rush that one. Yeah. That one will probably get pushed off a little bit. Yeah. I did read the book. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting I'm getting all across the board and <laughs> more knowledgeable about clockwork. Perfect. It is one of my favorite nonfiction books now. Or fiction books. <laughs> nonfiction. It's fiction. <laughs> yeah, so basically in these news episodes, we'll kind of... I guess we'll go over the news that I pretty much retweeted on our Twitter account at uh, watch this underscore movie since the last news episode we did. So other big news, Tarantino's new movie's got a title, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and confirmed that Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are going to star. That's pretty cool. Uh, Leo is playing a kind of a former... TV Western star and Brad Pitt is apparently his stunt double. And I guess Leo's character lives next door to Sharon Tate. So that's how the Marilyn Manson is going to come into it. Charles Manson. Oh yeah. What did I say? Marilyn? <laughs> Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> um, Cause I remember over the summer there was rumors that Tarantino was talking to Tom Cruise about a role in yeah. the movie. And I'm still hoping that, they're still talking because if he was Charles Manson, I don't think I could be more excited for a movie ever. <laughs> that would be, be fucking hilarious. That would be fucking sweet. With those two already on board and then Tom Cruise says, yeah, I'll play Charles Manson. Yep. <laughs> it's like you look at him like it kind of fits because they're both tiny, tiny men. And he could just p- put some crazy hair on Tom. Tom Cruise could be a weird dude. <laughs> I think he Jumping could, on couches. He could pull off the weirdness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he could lead a cult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a little fucker, like you said. Yeah. He could play a failed musician that just wanted to get some tail. Once I, once I heard that uh, Brad Pitt was a stunt double, I was like, that had to have been what they're thinking of Tom Cruise for mm-hmm. before when they're rumoring it. Yeah. Because he does his all, you know, well, not all, but he does a lot of his own stunts in the Mission Impossible movies and shit. So I was like, I could see how they would fit him in. And then he would do his own stunt or some shit like that to kind of drive it home, maybe. But mm-hmm. it would be cool to see him as Charles Manson. 
Yeah. But that's not supposed to be a big focal point of the movie. Yeah, it's right? not supposed it's to be all like about a side it. Thing. Yep. And I think you would still kind of flourish in that sort of role. Yeah. Yep. Um what did we mention? Roger Deakins, he got his Oscar finally for Blade Runner. Yep. Just like we just like I hoped. Yep. Blade yep. Runner got it's due, I would say, at the Oscars. Yeah, for its yep. visual splendor. And Dunkirk, which is nice to see both of them. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy, after, you know, he's doing Venom right now. Yep. His next project is an Al Capone movie. Hmm. I think it's called Fonzo. Hmm. Interesting. I'll go see that. What else? Daniel Craig turned 50 the other day. Did he? Mm-hmm. He's still going to be James Bond. Yeah. The next James Bond comes out November 2019, so about He's a year and a half. Fucking shredded probably in there, too. Mm-hmm. And that'll probably be his last one. Yeah. He'll just get fat and old. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Smith almost kicked the bucket. Yeah. Had a huge heart attack. Yeah. That Widowmaker is what they call it, that, uh, that type of blockage, artery or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's scary for him. 47. He was losing weight, wasn't he? I don't know. He's I pretty wasn't... skinny nowadays. I was going to say, because he used to be a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he smokes a lot of weed, which is, I mean. No, because he's only smoking anything. He's only smoked you know. for the past seven years, maybe. Yeah. And he's lost weight. So it's like, it's just kind of, you think, <laughs> like, I mean, smoking isn't good for your period, but still. A little bit of witch news. Robert Eggers, the director of The Witch, well, he has a new movie coming out. It's going to star Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Um, It's called, this article is weird. It says, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson team with The Witch director. And then it says, Army Hammer leading thriller from under the, okay, so that's that's two different stories in the same fucking headline. (laughs) So yeah, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson in the Robert Eggers movie. It's called The Lighthouse. Oh. Um, horror movie with kind of, I would say, mythology similar to The Fog. I mean, I don't know the story of it, but mm-hmm. it seems like, from what I gather, that's kind of what the story is going to be about. I think kind of like a ghost type story. Huh. But uh, yeah, I guess I don't really give a shit what it's about because The Witch was awesome. So we kind of we're gonna have to see this one regardless. Right, unless the trailer is complete dog shit, which it won't be. Uh, and Robert Pattinson's done a lot of good stuff over the past few years. Yeah, he had that. Uh, what was that movie that came out this year? Good Time. I haven't seen it, but it's gotten great reviews. Is at a lot of festivals. Okay. Um, yeah, it's called Good Time. Uh, looks looks pretty fucking sweet. And yeah, he's been taking on some different roles over the past few years. He was in a couple Cronenberg movies. Yeah. So and then Willem Dafoe is always good. So. He was in Map of the Stars. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was in, uh, what was that other one called, Cosmopolis? Yep. Yep. So long gone are the Twilight days. Yeah. I would say. You don't really associate. I mean, you do a little bit, but not totally. Have you ever heard of Kung Fury? No. It's a short on Netflix. It's like a 30-minute. It's kind of like an 80s uh, like martial arts kind of action thing. Okay. It's very popular, but they're making it into a feature-length movie with Michael Fassbender. 
starring and and actually huh. David, David Hasselhoff is in it too. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, I gotta watch Kung Fury now. Must be the sensei. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix in talks to play the Joker in the new standalone Joker huh. origin movie from Todd Phillips and Scorsese. He got big shoes to fill. Yeah, I mean he's good. You can pull it I kinda, off. I, It'll I, just be tough for whoever tries to yeah. do it. You're I think Joaquin gonna... has a good chance yep. to do something really special with it. Because the rumors are that it's going to take from, I think it's 1987 or 88, uh, comic The Killing Joke. Okay. You've heard of that. There was an animated yeah. yep. uh, Killing Joke that came out like a year ago. And I think people were kind of disappointed in it. But anyways, that's a beloved comic story. And in there, the Joker is a stand-up comedian who kind of fails and then runs afoul of Batman, gets put in some acid, and voila, sure. turns into the Joker. So, yeah, it would be – it's going to take place. It's going to be an 80s set film. <laughs> Supposedly, if Joaquin Phoenix comes on board, it'll be him playing a failed stand-up comedian turning into the Joker. Huh. So I think that could be pretty cool, but I wonder who the hell they're going to have play Batman. Right, I mean, if they, because this is they're supposed to be standalone, right? Outside of their extended universe, it's supposed to be like a new it's kind of universe, thing yeah. Type thing. Where they do a bunch of these one-off superhero stories. Yeah, I'd be curious to know how they address that. Because um, do they they plan on doing like a Suicide Squad two? Yeah, shit, I think it's still with Jared in Leto as Joe. It would be I funny think. to see two Jokers like out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And Jared Leto wasn't bad. That movie's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joaquin could be good. I could see him pulling it off. Mm-hmm. He'd probably lose his mind at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Tom Hanks is going to play Mr. Rogers in this Mr. Rogers biopic. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> you Are My Friend, I believe it's going to be called. So, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff coming out. That's what we're trying to do with these news episodes. We're going to talk more about actual movies and what's coming out instead of just talking about Me Too and sexual harassment stuff for the past yeah. three months. <laughs> we're getting pretty tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> Time to get back to the movies. Yeah. I think we can all agree that Hollywood is filled with mostly terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> we like the movies. <laughs> We watched Horrible Bosses too last night. It yeah. was on TV. And Sam's like, God, Kevin Spacey just seems so much worse than you're now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it wouldn't stop me from watching it. It's <laughs> like, eh. I was scrolling through who were following me on Twitter. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people. Kevin Spacey's following well, us. Well, no, no. <laughs> like other podcasts or whatnot. Yep. Sometimes they'll follow you because you, they want you to follow them, and then maybe you'll do it. Yeah. And then after a while, they'll unfollow you. And so I was going through and getting rid of a bunch of people that I didn't want to follow anymore. And I was getting towards the bottom, and then Kevin Spacey popped up. And I was like, God, I, want, I bet you he hasn't posted anything since this all came out. And sure enough, the last thing he posted was that quote-unquote apology. Oh, where he's sure. Like, and then like I choose now to live – as an openly, you know, gay man and whatnot, yeah. everyone got pissed off at him because it, well, yeah, it was a dumb thing to say. That doesn't absolve you of your sins. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I basically blamed the Anthony Rapp stuff on him being drunk and then like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gay now. So 
Oh yeah, but I'm gay. So it's cool, right? You guys are cool, right? <laughs> um Yeah, that was the last thing he posted, and right below that was like a picture of him. He was at the Emmys and he was taking a selfie with right behind him was Jane Fonda, Dolly Parton, and Lily Tomlin. Ha <laughs> <Huh>, funny. <laughs> I was like, Oh god. That's funny. <laughs> That's good stuff. That must have been the Emmys must have been where they did that nine to five thing although i swear to god that was at the grammys the year before because so i thought it was closer to the last or to the election but huh because the emmys were like september i think yeah september but yeah so we getting back to the basics yeah getting you know, some real actual news just talk about movie news movies not gossip and yeah rape <laughs> maybe a little rape <laughs> uh we'll save that we'll do it like a part three let's get controversial yeah well we got a whole yeah we got <laughs> new, new stuff to talk about people <laughs> that we can throw in there now <laughs> you know i don't know anything else you want to add i think they'll about do it no it doesn't all right well follow us on twitter at watch this underscore movie check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com Shoot us an email at watchthismovie at yahoo.com. And uh, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Other than that, we'll check you later. Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye. Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you lost my case.